0: The Ministry presents the Catholic Influences podcast. Join me, Alyssa Aegis, and my co-hosts,
1: Father Rob Gallia and
0: Justine Cumbo, as we break open the upcoming Sunday Mass readings and discuss relevant topics and life issues from a Catholic perspective.
1: For a shorter,
0: more reflective explanation of the Sunday Mass readings, be sure to check out our sister podcast, Catholic Influences, Father Rob Gallia Homilies. Season seven. We made it. We're
1: back. (laughs) (laughs) You know, its last seven seasons, it must be worth something, Mike. Like, we're not saying rubbish all the time. (laughs) (laughs) You guys like us.
2: (laughs) It's good to see you all.
0: Welcome back if you are listening to us. After coming back from season six, and a welcome if this is your first time you're listening to us. Hello, hello. Hi. Oh.
2: Get used to the sound of our sweet, sweet voices. <laughs> My
0: ear just popped. I came off a plane today, and it just literally popped just then. Ooh, How good is that's that? Exciting.
1: How was the flight?
0: Good. I slept, and there was a kid behind me. He was about <laughs> 10 years old, and it was cute. Like, he was interested in planes, and so he was commentating the whole thing. He's like, oh. Mom, look at this, and he's talking to the flight attendant. Sir, what plane is this? And it was just constant.
1: Like, you want to hold the child? Shut And up. I was looking at my <laughs> husband and I was getting so annoyed. And I'm like,
0: do parents just tell their kids to be quiet, please?
1: <laughs> That's true. It's a, I, Angry, Alyssa. It's, it's so crazy. Like, sometimes, yeah, I had a, a k- little kid r- run up the altar. And, and just pull my vestments in the middle of, of my oh, home wow. and he was saying father, father, but it sounds like da 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 da, Aww, and I was just thinking, uh oh, but mum <laughs> must have been freaking out or yeah. Yeah.
2: otherwise occupied. I'm just impressed that you fell asleep on a plane. I'm way too self-conscious that I would drool or double chin <laughs> oh, <really>? my way. <laughs> no, trust my friends because they just would
1: take the photos. The people not looking at you while you sleep. Heron. I love it. <laughs> <walking. laughs> So uh, you, you were, you just travelled as well. I did. I went
2: to Brizzy. It's been. It was That's l- Brisbane for <laughs> you, you un-Australian folk. <laughs> um, it was awesome. It had been a long year since seeing friends. So it was just awesome. People, food, sunshine, lollipops. Wow. It was just wonderful. So very feeling fresh.
1: I've just come back as well from Europe and from, um, from Sydney and a few trips around. This is what I want to talk about. How is travel now? like it mu- it's it's people like there are a lot of people the majority of our listeners probably haven't traveled for a couple of years now mm. what is different now when you are on a plane when you're traveling when you're heading somewhere to how it was before
2: well, one of my airlines didn't give free food anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I Googled it before and I was so disappointed. So Aww. that's different. <laughs> Rude shock.
0: <laughs> I was in the um, lounge waiting for a flight and usually you can Ooh, go the and lounge. pick. Ooh. I know. I'm, I'm so a pleb that has to pay <laughs>
2: quadruple for my um, airport
0: food. Like we went to go get food and usually you can pick your own food, but there's no, no. self-service anymore. Yes. So. Um, and so you you if, if you're
1: your starving, food. they just give you two olives. <laughs> and when you're just usually fill up a plate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's and one thing yeah. I noticed as well is that um, the crowds are gone, like especially international. Mm. That's a lot of paperwork, but the crowds are gone. But then you get onto the plane and it is packed. packed. Yeah, like packed on the on the planes. But it seems very normal. Like even from the time I got off the plane and I went to like y- usually you have to internationally you have to pick up your bags and then you have to go through customs. And that usually takes, by the time you get off the plane, from the time you get off the plane till you pick up your bags, till you go through customs. Let's say if you're coming from Europe or Los Angeles, and if you come from Asian countries, it's even longer. Wow. But if you come to, it usually takes me about 40 minutes, 35, 40 minutes. But literally, from the time I got off the plane to the time I was uh, waiting for my Uber, it was about eight minutes. yeah Jeez, wow
2: Louise. Pretty good.
1: It is good. So there are some advantages of traveling.
2: Moral of the story, pack snacks, guys.
0: (laughs) Pretty (laughs) much, (laughs) And thank me later.
1: (laughs) Okay, so we're going to, in season seven, what's different about season seven?
0: We've made a few changes. We know that it's super popular. You guys love listening to us as we break open. We prepare you for the upcoming Sunday. And normally we'd focus on the gospel readings. But yeah, because we've been around for so long, seven seasons, we kind of got through all the gospels. (laughs) <laughs> kind of cool,
1: um, hey. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty but awesome. It's just all very all awkward. All last. seven of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we thought we'd change it up a little bit. We still want to have that aspect of preparing you for se- for the upcoming Sunday. So we're going to focus on the second reading. So um, Paul's Letters, um, it's going to be good.
2: I'm excited. Yeah. And we have a new
0: segment that I'm going to throw to Justine to talk about.
2: It's called The Reality Check. Oh, we have a
1: jingle better Stay
0: tuned
2: that for the jingle weird. It was supposed to sound like a punch in the face Something like a Clearing my throat out No, so we've got a new segment It's called Reality Check and I don't know. I feel like the vibe of last season was we kind of just want to get real. What what does this yes. gospel mean? Don't beat around the bush. Just tell me how to live it out. Yes. Just tell me how to live out certain aspects of my faith and, and be honest. And so I think that's what we're going to do. I think it's going to be really challenging and awesome for us. Very vulnerable too. Yes. Um I think especially preparing this week's episode I was like, ooh, this is uh, a reality check for me." <laughs> 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 All right, somebody get a soundbite of a punch
0: because otherwise it's
1: going to
2: be me it's doing coming.
0: that. I'll do
1: that for the next one.
0: Something new we also have, guys, oh. we've we've just up the those ante. Watching Oh, sorry. you're watching What's the that? video. We have a mug with our logo on it.
1: Ooh, mm.
0: Product
2: placement.
1: Oh. We also have some great um support this time we have um, s- the support of our ministry partners. But we also have another great company, a great um, Catholic company called Modern Grace, also supporting this, m- this um, podcast. And very shortly, some great news for new platforms as well. So this is really an exciting uh, um, season for us. Bring it on. God yeah. is good. He mm-hmm. is. All, all this study and hard work. So <laughs> someone's should. listening more yeah, than yeah. my mom. You know, like. <laughs>
0: I don't think my mom even listens to the podcast. Oh, no. My dad, mom, let me know says. if you are. <laughs> I
1: don't even know my, if my mom knows I have a podcast. I'm doing a podcast.
0: Um, should we do it?
1: Yes, let's go. So, let's go. Um, so, what we're doing? We're going to go this week. We're going to look at the first reading. Um, I Love the first reading. Always, a, like always a, second a challenge. Second reading. love <laughs> Rob. <laughs> yeah. He's, He's leading us week. already. <laughs> Why didn't you correct me earlier? Like you let me hang there. No, it like was kind
0: <laughs> of fun. I was going to see if you.
1: Well, oh that's gosh. not 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 very nice. Let's read you second
0: that. reading as we we're do, do
1: any of you have a Bible? No, you do. <laughs> no. All right, so you're Rob pretty
0: we get prepared. It. You're okay, than all of us. <laughs> we're heading into the first week of Lent, first Sunday of Lent. So, we're, the second reading is from Romans. It's chapter ten, verses eight to
1: thirteen. Okay, so I'm going to hand <laughs> the Bible to Justine. So, chapter ten, verses
2: eight. To But what does it say? The word is near you, it is in your mouth and in your heart. That is the message concerning faith that we proclaim. If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved.
1: I love that scripture verse. I really love that scripture verse. Um, Those who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Um, Always meant a lot to me. And so um, I'm glad that we get to start the season with that. Mm -hmm um and what is it, we're going to figure out what it means to call upon the name of the lord how um and let's just break it open let's understand who 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 wrote this letter
0: paul yes paul wrote this letter to the romans <laughs> um so paul was had a huge conversion he was kind of um yeah, living this life, kind of persecuting Christians, had this big conversion. We, if you've been listening to us for a while, he didn't fall off a horse. <laughs> no, <he didn't. laughs> That's something I learned in mid-podcast. Um, but no, on the road to Damascus, he had this huge conversion. And um, yeah, then he just traveled around the world um, proclaiming Jesus. And he's riding to the town of Rome, the Romans.
1: Justine, just a step back. You look surprised when it talks about the horse. I did didn't not?
2: know that in joke. I was like, oh, I didn't fall off like a horse, but I wonder if he ate pickled fish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> sorry, I haven't listened to that episode.
1: <laughs> that's a, sorry, that's an, a, a reference in to joke, our previous epi- episode.
0: Listen to season C. I Yeah, I do remember things.
1: <laughs> but the, Yes, so he was very much all about the law. He was all about um, being righteous by the law, obeying how many... Jewish laws were there?
0: 613.
1: Six 613 th- <laughs> <laughs> six laws. And you were, like, if you didn't, it was all or none. So you couldn't obey 604 of them. You had to obey 613. Otherwise... I
0: want to know how they remembered them all. Mm. Well, they had
1: to study there. They, they yep. would study for their bar mitzvah. They would know the laws inside out, they wear it on their forehead. they'd know it. that was their whole life, knowing the law. As the, uh, the Muslims know the Quran, the law of the Quran inside out, especially the males, th- what does it say for us as, as Christians? How much do we t- even read the Bible? Do we know the yeah. Bible? Do we know the law? Do we know the will and the heart of God? Mm. But this is what St. Paul is saying, um, Alyssa, as you were saying, he comes from this place of law, of righteousness through the law, and all of a sudden, he's, he's <laughs> he has a midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. He's thinking, oh my goodness, I've put in all of this effort, all of this time to make myself righteous in right relationship with God. And now I've wasted my time, or has he?
2: Mm. What changed? Mm. You know, It all flipped. Like, I don't know if you guys <laughs> have watched Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but <laughs> his world flipped, turned upside down, you know, like... Um, and all of a sudden it wasn't the law that had primacy, but it was Jesus that had primacy in his life. And so it, law was the law of Jesus was still important, but Jesus came first. God came first, yes. not serving the law first. Yeah, and so a bit of context for this
0: reading, he's talking to his people who were kind of in that mindset that he was in, like pre-conversion to Jesus, these people who were so fixated on the law and he was using like the narrative of scripture, so using like references back to Deuteronomy um and also like references to the prophets to kind of say, "Hey, like all this is culminating mm-hmm. with Jesus. Jesus is the fulfillment of the law."
1: That's mm-hmm. right. And so you come to this place where Um, He's just trying to tell his his audience, like he said, he's just telling them, hey, uh, all all of this time you think, or I thought it was the law, but uh, righteousness, right relationship with God is not my initiative, it's not my effort, it's not Mm -hmm. my, my... obedience but it is Christ's generosity towards us he makes us righteous
2: yes and that's so important like I, I feel like we can't drive that home enough especially as people who this scripture is relevant for today as well like righteousness is not something that I can obtain that Alyssa or father or you can obtain just by observing the law that's not how you get it you know and how yes. you get righteousness it comes from um, from Jesus. And it's for those who put their faith in Jesus. And as I was reflecting on that, I was like, oh, does this actually reflect in my own experience? And also I think I was reflecting on perhaps some other Christians or Catholics that I I know. And I was just reminded that we're going to be careful because I think sometimes um, maybe it's been me in my own life and I've probably, you know, uh, come to know of other people who who really are simply in a relationship um, with the law, you know, and mm. that they feel that they're righteous or I might have felt that I was righteous because I was obedient. Yes. Tick, 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 mm. yep, yeah. I'm obedient. So in a relationship with the law versus, or rather, the being in a relationship with a personal God who makes us righteous. And man, like it can be ever so slight, that l- blurry line, but it's significant you know, first and foremost, I, I think an important question to ask myself today is, am I in a relationship with the law, with all the teachings, or am I firstly in a relationship with Jesus? Both are important, yes. definitely. Mm-hmm. One is way more important, yep. and we have to be really vigilant in making sure that that Jesus is always first and the law is, is an expression of our love Firstly for Jesus.
0: Yeah, I can totally speak to that. I was just, as you were saying, I was like asking myself that question and I can often, I, I love tick think, ticking things off. I'm like a list person. <laughs> and I was thinking I could even do that in my prayer time too, like yeah. rosary, tick, scripture, tick, mm. like yes, tick. But I often find myself thinking, man, like I think I've missed the point of this relationship sometimes. Wow. and wow. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good wake-up call, not just for me, but for everyone. But also in a
1: Catholic (laughs) context, it's not only the law, it's not only the teachings of the church... The law is what we think is going to save us, what we think is going to make us right again. For example, um, I might think that um, I, I didn't kill anyone, you know, I'm, <laughs> d- uh, I'm, I'm okay, so I, I obeyed that law, so I'm, I'm, I'm okay. My, uh, some of the crazy laws, things that I think th- people have said on extremes, my uncle is a bishop, so I'm going to heaven for sure, he's there to pre- prepare me a place. You know, it's, oh, I, I've d- done this and I've done, I've helped the poor so much, you know, I've given this, therefore I'm going to heaven. No, salvation has little to do with what you're doing. And again, something I've a broken record going to heaven is, as St. Paul says, it's who you know, not what you know. It's not what you do, it's depending and, uh, on the mercy of God. But can I just bring up, again, to try and help you understand the context? You need to understand the type of laws they were. You see, they weren't laws on the teachings of the church, the Ten Commandments, so to speak. Um, It wasn't only righteousness. It was a law about almost God testing the people to see how much they would Mm. obey. How much do you love me more than the Sabbath, on the Sabbath day? They weren't allowed to do work. Do you know any laws that they might have had on the Sabbath day? (laughs) They
2: couldn't lift anything that weighed more than two figs? Yeah, two right? dried figs. Oh, dried figs. <laughs> Wow, so that's even yeah. lighter, so, right?
1: So if you carry anything, but you see, you see the point here. Th- it's that it's almost God's or the Prophet's way of saying, "Hey, uh, how I'm going to test you to see how much how ready you are to be to obey me, yeah. even though it's so important." Like for example, even today there are these Orthodox Jews. Th- they, for example, would carry a cigarette because that's less than two dried figs, but they won't carry a lighter. Uh-huh. So what do they do? They put the cigarette in their mouth, and they hold the cigarette in their mouth. To in New get York, someone else to do it, and people know that on the Sabbath they can't light their own cigarettes. So someone else. So someone else them. comes to light it for yeah. them, or they hire people. Or the everything's automated. They can't switch on the light, so they put it automated. Hey Google, <laughs> 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 might get cool. Google to start talking. So. Well. But or if you're sick, for example, this is where Jesus criticized. This is what's the criticism of Jesus. It, if someone was Sick. You could take measures th- so that they won't get worse, but you weren't allowed to take measures to make them better. Wow. Hmm. You see, so they almost—it comes to a point where you become slave to the law. Yeah. And Paul often talks about this. I've come to set you free from the law. What does yeah. mean? Set you free from the law? Well, you're carrying a heavy weight. Th- so I'm telling you, like, carry a lighter. <laughs> you know, carry ten figs. If if as long as you are living in right relationship with me. Yeah.
0: yeah, and I think even bringing this back to like context of Paul speaking to the Israelite, speaking to his people, he's bringing to light Deuteronomy. There's this great connection with passages in, in that book as well where it's Moses is actually warning the Israelites against presumption that all the amazing things that God had done for them, so bringing them out of exile, helping them to acquire the promised land – Moses was warning them that this is not happening because of your obedience to the law. This is happening because of God's covenant with
1: you. Yes, but he wasn't angry at them for obeying the law. Like even Moses, even St. Paul, he was, he's actually commending them. He's saying, guys, you guys are amazing. You have so much zeal, so much enthusiasm that you would obey 613 laws. Now imagine you could take that zeal and bring that into the relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. Oh hey. my goodness,
1: exactly. Imagine you could take that. And this is what Paul is saying. Mm-hmm. Like, your laws are great. In fact, he quotes the Old Testament. is saying this law is great, but put it in the context of Jesus pursuing us, Jesus making us righteous. Yes. You, Jews, will make the best Christians ever.
2: Yes. Wow. And that changes everything. I want to... Like, Listen to this podcast and rewind to what you said because I think that changes everything. When you fall in love with Jesus, and he's serious about that. Like I say that and I think I would have laughed at someone saying that 10 years ago in my life, but you can fall in love with Jesus. When you do that radically – it, it should ch- transform your life it should yes. push you it should propel you to live differently and and part of that is to want to live by the commands not because it makes you righteous or better or whatever but because it's you love joy. that's yep. it because you love jesus and and it's not a get out of jail free card so like paul shifts the emphasis let's say correct me if i'm wrong but kind of sounds like he's shifting the emphasis a little bit across to, to a relationship with jesus but in You know, for example, this morning I was reading John fourteen. I was like, oh, this is related to the podcast. But um it's John fourteen, verse fifteen says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments. Mm. You know, and I think that hits the nail on the head, like, and that's Jesus' words. He doesn't want you to keep the commandments because you don't love him, because you're afraid of him. But if you love me, because you love me, you will keep the commandments. And so we are, he does ask us, um, to keep the commandments, not because, you know, our, not because our primary motivation is to get to heaven or should keep the commandments, yes. but because our primary motivation is loving Jesus. Yes,
1: and yes. Paul is not setting them free from the law. No. He's yeah. setting them from, uh, free from the burden of the law, Yes, from yeah. the anxiety, the worry, the burden of thinking that, oh my goodness, I have to obey the law, or no, you obey the law because, yes. because you have this relationship with God. But still, there's uh, a few requirements. that he, I find it interesting and curious that he tells them to do three things. He gives them a formula. If you want to be saved, you have to do these three things. Mm-hmm. And the three things are this. He said, you need to say that Jesus is Lord. The second thing you have to do is that believe in the resurrection. And the third thing that you need to do is to confess this with your lips. So you obey all of these three things. He's taken away 613 laws, but he's given them three laws. Um, Why? What are these three laws? The first law, like um, you need to say that Jesus is Lord. What does that even mean? Mm. It's the the word that Jesus is Lord is the curios. He's he's the Lord. He's I, I, Jesus Christ is Lord of all, or He's not Lord at all. Mm-hmm, you yeah. See, so He's saying if the, the first law is make Jesus Lord, so bow down in obedience. Not, to, and this is not a, a pronunciation mistake. Sorry, I know, <laughs> I know. know <laughs> <thought. laughs> obeisance. Jet lag is just <laughs> really <laughs> affecting you. <laughs> to bow down in obedience means to bow down, prostrate, to surrender, to totally not exist anymore, to be yeah. immersed, but the to be immersed in Christ, um, to be so. Th- it, in other words, he's saying, place your life in the hands of God. Obey and worship. Obedience and worship. If y- someone's your Lord, you will obey them and you will worship them. Mm-hmm. So that's the first requirement. The second thing is that you have to believe that Jesus is risen from the dead. Why? Why is that important? I'm asking. Tell us,
2: Father. <laughs> <off laughs> no, seriously. Why
1: do you think that? Though, is it enough for me to believe that Jesus? Lived two thousand years ago
2: because no, that's what makes the difference that's what makes him God until that mm-hmm. point, no one they thought that he 'd failed Yes like, the, until yeah. the disciples realized that he'd resurrected, they thought that it was all
1: yes and what difference does it make that he's resurrected is simply the fact Salvation. that he's not dead he's alive yeah. uh, he's alive, so I can have mm. a relationship with him. so that's the second thing. First, he says, obey the Lord. Worship the Lord. The second thing is have a relationship with Jesus. It's mm-hmm. about relationship, not the law, not the religion, not anything like that. So mm-hmm. it's about knowing God, not knowing about God. We speak about this all the time on the podcast. Um, but um, And then the third thing is to proclaim with your lips. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? <laughs>
2: to actually say it. Don't hide.
1: Don't hide, yes, yeah. say it. Yeah.
2: Totally. I had a friend yesterday, actually, he told me, like he's kind of struggling, he just knows that he knows God, he knows it but he kind of perhaps is on a bit of a journey but he said but I've just got this thing, it's like I don't know how to explain it to people but I I want to take them to events, I take them to mass and he's like I don't know how to explain it but I just know that I want to take them there and I just thought man like you're bolder than I am and you feel like you can't articulate yourself like man that's we yes. need to be living it. We need to be proclaiming it.
1: Witnesses. And yeah. this is the excuse that Catholics use in quoting even saints. St. Saint Francis, I think one of the most misquoted things, and it's not even St. Francis who said it. It was uh, attributed to him. I think someone had came up with this saying and thought, oh, this is great. It sounds let's nice. Ask, <laughs> let's make St. Francis the author of it <laughs> so that it gets more credibility. <laughs> but it says this, uh, proclaim the gospel and if you have to use words. But what St. Paul is saying here is actually, guys, you have to use yeah. words. Proclaim yeah. it. With your lips, be a witness before others.
2: Yeah, wow. And I
1: think, honestly, how do you know if you've had an encounter with Jesus or not? I think one of the tests is, do you want to keep it to yourself or not? If you really had an encounter with Jesus, you cannot, cannot keep it to yourself. It's impossible.
2: Actually, I love that. I've never heard someone articulate it that simply. said, so there's a couple of good quotes. I'm just thinking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Attribute them to what saying. Like Francis, that one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. Amazing.
1: So this is what St. Paul is saying. These three things, these are yeah. necessary. So it's, uh, th- your righteousness is not going to come through the law, but it's going to come through these three things. One is d- proclaiming that Jesus is Lord, making Jesus the Lord of your life. That's how you make uh, you yourself righteous and right living. The second thing is that you believe that he's risen from the dead, that you're in a relationship, you make him Lord not by your own strength, but through uh, this ongoing relationship. And the third thing is do something about it. Don't go to heaven by yourself. Make sure that when you look back on the gates of heaven, there's a queue behind you because of you. Amen. So
0: this... And Paul's like reiterating in in this reading as well that this invitation is open to every single person, not just the Jews, not just whatever nationality or background you come from. It's open to every single person. So you listening on this podcast, that invitation is to you too. Mm.
3: Encounter by FRG Ministry presents our online subscription package. As a member, you will receive digital on-demand access to Encounter's growing library of online courses. Encounter and Encounter Youth online courses cover teaching, devotional, and practical elements of the Catholic faith to help individuals, teachers, students, and parishes across the world grow in their faith and understanding of the Catholic Church and their relationship with Jesus Christ. Current titles include Knowing Mary, School of Prayer, Introduction to the Bible, The Mass, and more, with new courses being added regularly. All Encounter courses include high-definition videos with expert and engaging speakers, testimonies from everyday Catholics, and downloadable content including interactive PDF guides, prayer cards, and wallpapers. These courses are also accredited for professional development for Catholic education staff in Australia. All Encounter Youth courses include teaching videos, interactive student and teacher PDFs with lesson plans and guided prayer and reflection. For more information about enrolment and subscription options, head to www.encountercourses.com subscription. Be sure to follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at Encounter Courses.
0: If you haven't got onto our courses already, we totally encourage you to do that. We have just gone to subscription only, so many amazing resources. And speaking of Saint Paul, we actually have a course on Saint Paul coming up, yeah, in the in the near future. Very it's near in future. the works. <laughs> Very near. Men's mental health courses. We've just released a new course on the Kingdom of God. Heaps of amazing resources. So subscribe.
1: Reality.
2: Whoa, uh, I feel very white right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A new segment, Reality Check, where we talk uh, about how basically we can apply what we said. We were quite theological there, but what does it mean for us today? How, in a sense, how do you get to heaven? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about what it means to be righteous, to Mm. get to heaven.
2: Yeah, and I think today we're posing the question do good works get us to heaven? We've been Mm -hmm. talking a lot about the difference between you know, um, abiding by all the laws and commandments versus having a faith in Jesus. But do those good works get us to heaven? So Mm. crack it open.
1: Well, I think it's important to have good works, but I think the answer is no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, end of segment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so (laughs) glad that we all (laughs) agree on that one. But why? Why why do you think good works? What does it mean? What are you trying to say? Look, I think the biggest... um, mistake we make the the biggest um the cheapest thing we can say is you know look i don't believe in god i don't believe in in this but i'm i just believe that you need to be a good person Mm -hmm. well good people jesus never promised salvation for good people actually all the people we know went to heaven were not good people they were forgiven people they were people who were made righteous and sometimes at the last minute like the good thief on the side of jesus yes But does that uh, sort of say, okay, you don't need to do good works? Mm.
2: Well, and there's so many scriptures that can speak to this. And one of them that I found was um, John chapter 3, verse 5. It says, Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. It's literally kind of telling us, like, you can be a good person by all means, but... I I open eternity for you. A relationship with me opens the door to eternity. I want that. I'm interested in you. Will you respond? Mm. And and I think that that's um, yeah, really, really. Will loud you and clear. make me
1: your lord? Yes. Will you bow down? Yes. obedience? Will you baptize Will you disappear and reappear totally. as my presence in yes. this world? And that's a challenge.
2: I think that's a challenge to the human psyche because um. What that requires us to realize is our need for God. Mm. It's really hard as a human to say that you're not the be-all and all, end all mm. or that even the most important thing or the most important person in your life, the most valuable thing, that's not the be-all and all. That you actually have a need for God. Is a really some? For some people, for me, it's kind of easy. Like I know that I know yeah. that I need God. Yes. But um, I can understand that that can be difficult for some people, but. Yeah, the need for God.
1: I love it. There's a quote of St. Augustine. It says, love God. You know the rest of it? Uh-uh. Love God and then do whatever you want.
2: <laughs> it's the most imp- single most important thing.
1: Why? Yes, and mm. because if you love God, there's going to be a consequence. And the consequence is you're not going to do anything that's going to hurt God.
0: That's right. If you're in love
1: with someone, you're not going to betray them. You're not going to uh, uh, be unfaithful to them. You're not yeah. going to be unkind to them you're not going to treat them badly if you love someone as a consequence the good works will follow
2: i like that bit of a cheeky comment there <laughs> <to> <laughs> augustine <laughs> i was a bit shocked at first yeah.
1: <laughs> but this is the thing it's love love true authentic love not a feeling of love mm-hmm. if you truly love god and love is sacrifice love is death love is again design. love is obedience yep. love is disappearing mm-hmm. you see for the sake of the other Yeah, wow. And so if you love God, if you disappear for God, then everything else will fall into place. Uh, And uh, so can good works get us to heaven? I think good works will happen. If you are in love with Jesus, that's going to be the fruit of your salvation, which you already have, which you've already received. Mm -hmm. But your good works by themselves, the consequence is not going to get you to heaven.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, we're just kind of flawed on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've Flo- kind of covered it, like <laughs> F L A W E D. Yes, that kind of flawed. Um, I was really thinking this is like a bit of a like I might be throwing a spanner in the works here, but um, Catholics typically, mostly, uh, are not all the time, but are baptized as as babies, and you know, in the other segment we were talking about the fact that it's just so important that Paul exhorts them to do the three things in order to to sort of have salvation to be righteous and and it's to confess with your lips that Jesus is your lord and savior and obviously as a, as a baby you don't and and unless you've really grown up in the faith with parents who've guided you into the fullness of faith and towards mm. a relationship with God you could potentially be walking around a baptized catholic but not actually understand the gravity of of your salvation. The yes. gravity And I realised probably like five years ago, I don't think I've ever said the words in prayer, Jesus Christ, you are my Lord and Saviour.
0: Well, I feel like if... I was just thinking as you were saying that though, like, yeah, our, our parents and our godparents kind of make that um, commitment for us and kind of do that confession for us. Do you, We say that, say that in the baptismal vows, correct? And then you'd go to like confirmation and it's meant to be that moment where you take it on for yourself, yeah. right? But in... At every
1: baptism and every Monday, Thursday, uh, we have the renewal of the baptismal vows. Mm -hmm. And so these are, I think it's important, but also uh, not to get confused here. Okay, so baptism does two things. One, it's the open door to the rest of the sacraments. Okay, so uh, it's not only, the church doesn't think in short term and think, okay, one ceremony that does it all. No, it's immersing, what it does is it's opening the door to the rest of the sacraments, which is a journey to salvation doesn't claim that the baptism is going to save you but it does claim that if you live out your baptism Kay. you will be saved mm. so but how does the church say it doesn't abandon us and say hey you're baptized as a child now that's it no then after that you have reconciliation holy communion uh, confirmation you have uh, mass you have the eucharist that is eventually going to get you to live in obedience. it's going to get you to live in that baptism mm-hmm. um, of, of christ but the baptism alone without we, and, and it 's also the family that help us do that without mm-hmm. all of this, then yes, it is, but don 't we can 't sell baptism short by thinking of it only as a door to salvation. It is also a door on, not it 's a door to the community as well yeah. it 's a door to the openness of the other sacraments it 's mm-hmm. a door to heaven on earth, not only heaven in heaven, you know yeah, and so This is, but uh, you know, as well as I do, many of us don't live it out that way. Yes. And maybe it's not the problem, it's not the sacraments, it's maybe it's the praxis, it's how we as a church teach people how to live out their baptism. And in all honesty, we don't do that too well as a church, as an institution. But it can start with us. That's why we have this podcast. That's That's why we have FRG ministries. This is why
2: we have the reality check (laughs) (laughs) to punch ourselves in the face first and then to gently invite you (laughs) to do the same.
1: (laughs) But there's hope. But this is the thing that this is why you need to connect yourself with ministries like this. And this is why you need to study and need to. Surround
2: yourself with it. Like, uh, Like I said, I had a wake up call. Going through this, I was like, man, I want to say every day, Jesus, you're my Lord and mm-hmm. Savior. I want to proclaim his word every day. Like, gosh, this is what it means to be alive, to be human, is to love Jesus and to, to share that with everyone. So if I'm not surrounding myself with reminders of that, it, you're going to forget. Yes. So this is your invitation not to forget. <laughs> and a good um, way for us to grow in relationship with God is
0: the season of Lent, which we is starting this week.
1: Which we is starting. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> shush, <is>. obedience, <laughs> man. I'm really tired, guys. <laughs> <We is starting. laughs> sorry, sorry,
0: sorry.
2: No, sorry. it's but all good.
0: <laughs> starting this week. So, um, yeah, make sure you kind of making some commitments to grow in prayer, um, fasting, and giving. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there. Far out. I feel like I've been scrolling social media for like a few months, and it's been Lent, 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 lent and there's this resource and that resource and this, and I'm just feeling like, this is just too much. I'm just going to keep it real simple. I'm just going to choose one thing in those three categories. And that's
1: the Holy Week retreat. <laughs> <laughs> well, that too. <laughs>
0: which you can join us. We've got all our online masses for each week of Lent. Um, and we've got a Holy Week retreat. So that, as Father Rob said, what do we have as part of that?
1: We're, we're going to have um, daily reflections, yes. or, uh, and we're going to have um, also a times PDF, of times of prayer. We're going to have all liturgies. the liturgies
0: as well. Yes. So basically, a one-stop shop um, for Holy Week. Are <laughs> there snacks as well? <laughs> <laughs> well? You can
1: you can print them digitally. But have a think about that also in this at the beginning of Lent, what you're gonna do? Do something as well. Fasting is also part of this. So um we Cut maybe the we'll Cut talk the about this.
2: You didn't
1: know.
2: Just it's print right. a picture of a burger and never <laughs> eat it.
1: <laughs> okay. So again we're gonna hear from our new sponsor, Modern Grace. Amazing um that we get to partner with them for this season seven. This Catholic Influencers podcast is sponsored by Modern Grace. Modern Grace is a unique online Catholic gift store with a beautiful faith-inspired collection of gifts and homewares to bring into your life and to share with your family, friends and faith-filled community.
0: Stocking everything from liturgical planners, rosaries, inspiring reads, sacramental gifts, Catholic homewares, a children's collection of toys, wraps and teethers, and FRG ministry merchandise and more.
2: Modern Grace introduces Catholic gifts which add value to your faith life for any occasion. Discounts available for stocking church piety stores, conferences and events. Just contact us online for more information.
1: So, check out their range at moderngrace.com.au and follow them on Facebook and Instagram.
0: Well, a super exciting thing about Modern Grace, we, Catholic Influencers, actually partnered with Modern Grace to create the new Dun 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 Catholic Influencers Journal. And if you're watching this on YouTube, it comes in three colors it comes in light gray, brown, and sea green. I believe it's <laughs> called sea green. Um,
1: <laughs> Very nice sea.
0: And there's a super special deal for all of our Catholic Influencers podcast listeners. If you use the code JOURNAL10 in the Modern Grace store and also the FRG Ministry store, you will get 10% off up to two of those journals. So Modern we encourage Grace. you.
1: .com.au.
0: That's right. Yeah, we so encourage you to grab there. one of those.
1: So once again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for... Um, Journeying with us through this Season 7, we have many, many more episodes to go. Blessed, you're going to be blessed by it, you're going to be encouraged by it. And with us, you're going to learn, I hope, uh, how to explore the second reading, the readings other than the Gospel as well. If you'd like to know more about the Gospels as well, just check out our previous seasons. Um, We dig deep into that. But also, we want you to be in touch with us. Go to frgministry.com forward slash podcast how else can they contact us
0: social media at catholic influences underscore on instagram catholic influences on facebook cath influences on twitter we've got everything podcast at our website frgministry.com forward slash podcast and youtube.com
2: forward slash frg ministry and i still don't know any of those <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you and god bless you and we'll see you again in episode two Peace. Out. Bye.